Hey there, welcome back to Science Fiction. I am Salim Sarawala, and as always, I'm joined by my friend and host, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you? I'm doing all right. Good evening, chat. I hope you guys are doing all right. How about uh, uh, the things on your side, Salim? Not bad. Uh, pretty good week. I uh, went to the Bulls game on yesterday. That was fun. That was good seats. Uh, obviously, they won. Um, I saw, I watched uh, on Netflix, UB uh, Halloween. It's the Adam Sandler movie. It's a oh, Halloween okay. movie. It's a new one. It's, it was fun. It's funny. I thought it was uh, kind of remind me of like one of the old, old school Adam Sandler movies. He had all his like, you know, this uh, Steve Buscemi. Rob Schneider, okay. like small roles that he usually has. He the Kevin, usual suspects. Yeah, like Kevin James, um, and then all the other random characters that are generally in his movies. Um, but it was fun. I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, but yeah, that it's been pretty well. How about how about you? Anything new uh, in the last week going on? Um, uh, as far as watching anything i haven't watched any uh, just been i guess been watching anime i watched this uh, relatively new anime called spy family um which is very very good uh, um, it came out earlier this year but i just now watched it it's uh just real quick it's basically a top dog spy like best in the world has to um infiltrate this you know government official and convince him to not like basically go to war like cause world war three but he has to do so by um uh, getting a kid into this school and the, the that's, that's his way to get to the the official is basically having the kid get into this high brass school but he doesn't have kids so he has to adopt a kid and then uh, he also has to have a wife so he has to fake being a father and fake being a husband um just to to get this mission to pull off but he still has to teach the kid how to be a good student and stuff um meanwhile the kid has psychic powers so she can read everyone's minds uh and she's not a good student so she's like terrible at school so she's like comedic relief and the wife is like a top assassin but he doesn't know that and she doesn't know that he's a spy so they're all lying to each other and covering up for each other uh, but they don't know that they're covering for each other they're just kind of like in it for themselves but surprisingly they make a really good family so it's actually really funny um, cool yeah so i really enjoy it nice sounds interesting uh for sure um but yeah we we have a pretty uh good show today uh we both saw black adam so we're gonna be talking about that that's our main uh, subject matter, but we do have some quick, fast flicks that we want to get in. Uh, so, Carl, if you want to go ahead and play the fast flicks. All right, so the first flag, fast flick. Um, so it was a big announcement. DC announced uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran will will lead film, TV, and animation division for 
uh, DC Extended Universe. Um, so filmmaker James Gunn and producers T Peter Safran have uh, been like hired to lead DC's film again TV effort to uh, as co-chairs essentially and co-CEOs of the DC Studios. Um, that's something newly that was formed by uh, Warner Brothers. Um, so like, got like there was that whole uh, the CEO of Discovery. Remember he we had talked about in the past where he wanted to kind of reshape and reboot or reform what the DC Extended Universe is doing. Um, so this was the big thing that they replaced, obviously, the previous head of studios. Uh, so it looks like Gunn will focus on the creative side of things while uh, Safran will focus on the business and the production side. And they'll both like respectively reported uh, to uh, Zaslav, who's again the CEO of Warner Discovery, and they'll work closely with uh, film uh, Warner Warner film bosses DeLuca and Pamela Addy. Um, so yeah, so it looks like it's like a four-year deal that's exclusive to DC. So you can work with anyone, I believe. Um, so his Marvel days are essentially done. Um, and obviously, he's talked about how Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be his last Marvel film. Uh, and in general, the third Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be his last Guardians of the Galaxy in general. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. You know, this this universe they're doing is still separate, though, from, like, because Reeves has the Batman universe, like he's going to be doing. And then Todd Phillips is working on the Joker film uh, that's the sequel that goes into production, uh, I think, later in this this year. Um, that's still separate as well. So they have kind of three universes. But I guess going forward, like any DC stuff that gets made, it's going to fall under their umbrella. And they're going to be in charge of it. And obviously Matt Reeves will just be in charge of that Batman stuff that he's doing. And this Todd Phillips Joker movie is like that. But any other new piece that comes out to so like the future Superman production um, that we talked about in the past, that was confirmed, Man of Steel 2, and anything else like they do going forward, Gunn and Safran will be in charge of it. So, um, what are your thoughts on this? This is a big announcement. Like, I was actually excited. Because <laughs> I like James Gunn a lot. Um, he's still going to be directing movies, too, for DC, in, in a sense. Uh, but he's also, like I said, going to be uh, head of the creative. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on on this whole uh, announcement? Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, really good news for DC. Like we've been saying, we they, they really need a Kevin Feige-type person uh, to lead them and give everything good direction. Um, and the, like this officially, I mean, they've already, and we'll definitely talk about this a little later. Uh, but the Zack Snyder era is over, um, right? Uh, it's like officially over. And, and like you said, this is they are going to be taking be co chairs and co CEOs of DC Studios, which is replacing DC Films, which is what it was before. So they take over mm -hmm. these roles as of new November 1st. Um, and, and like we've already been saying, we already know James Gunn is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is coming out later next year, um, as well as uh, another little thing that we're about to play uh, shortly um, for Marvel. But 
after that, for the next few few years at least, he probably won't be doing any Marvel content, um, uh, most likely. I mean, he can still possibly, like, uh, just like he did with, like, say, Infinity War and in Endgame, where the Guardians show up, maybe he has some sort of uh, insight, like, be able to, like, give people direction on the how the characters from the guardians should be depicted and, and uh, how they should be written when they show up in like secret wars uh, in a few years. Uh, that might be something that he might still have a hand in. Um, but for what it's worth, like I said, the, the guardians volume three is supposedly his last movie doing uh, a guardians movie in the very least with Marvel. Uh, that being said, like, I, I think, it's a shame because I think Marvel would definitely like him to do more stuff, but it's a shame that uh, they, they basically, they didn't have the ability to lock him down because of them firing him. Like this is all a result of them firing James Gunn a few years ago, because if they hadn't done that, then he wouldn't have gone. He most likely wouldn't have gone to DC. I can't say for sure. Maybe things were being negotiated, but generally like if a, a director was on one side of the table they don't just take off it from the other side of the table and work both sides there was he got let go from marvel he couldn't do guardians and he was available and dc snatched him up and that okay. just or for this moment where he's already doing peacemaker he did uh, suicide squad and now he's going to continue to do more stuff with all of those properties and then some so uh if that had never happened, this this probably would never have happened. So yeah, um, yeah that isn't... for snapping snatching him up when they did, and this opens up the door for them to have their guy. Right, hundred percent. It's uh, that's a good point. And to your point about him with the Guardians, I don't know. It's, it's like I don't know what that means. Like because the report said that he's going to be exclusive to DC, so. I don't know that. Like, I'm assuming that means like that he can't work with it, anything else. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't like comic book wise. I guess maybe. Like, I don't know. No, I mean, I don't think he. Like, I don't think he has input on their actual comics of Marvel. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about comics movie wise, like only exclusive to DC Warner's. Like, so I don't think he can do anything with Marvel. Because that's what it says. Report exclusive to DC. Yeah, um, man. So even like, then, I like, even then, the if this is a four-year deal, it starts November first, right? And to twenty twenty-six would be when it's over. Right. I'm not saying that he can't ever go back to Marvel, but even if it is exclusive, like I don't, I don't see the harm in him saying, "Hey, this is how these characters are written," and giving like an executive producer credit. Like sure, I'm just I'm just speculating. Not, what, I'm not, not sure like what him that on means. set saying Drax needs to be over there and this right. needs to happen. And like he no, he's not going to do that. He's got right. too many I'm things. I'm not arguing said, that. Yeah. that all. I'm yeah. just I'm just speculating out on what that means exclusive to DC. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what that exactly means. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like I said, I'm excited about this just because like DC extended universe has been so aimless, and I hated everything Zack Snyder did. Like even like the uh, Justice League, the, the 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 Zack Snyder cut, like yeah, that was fine, 
but like it was still like I felt like I would, I I kept joking that you know that even with having like it was kind of like if if you had like a cheat a cheat sheet to the to the answers to the test and he still kind of just did a above average in my opinion an above average B like you know he had all these opportunities to fix a lot of the criticisms of the original Justice League and. Like he needed like four hours to even make the movie work, <laughs> and then like I don't know, like I said, like the like the whole the whole thing, like his, like yeah, I just I wasn't a big Zack Snyder guy. I'm I'm not a big Zack Snyder guy, I should say, and yeah, I just didn't like his vision, the way he was going with the movies, and like I said, James Gunn, like the suicide, the second Suicide Squad was like infinitely better than the first Suicide Squad. Um, I enjoyed Peacemaker, um, and like I said, if that's his vision, like in a sense of going forward, um, and obviously he's going to have probably a little bit more uh, pull as far as how to proceed with these projects uh, with with the movies. So that it's going to be interesting to see uh, what he comes up with. But yeah, that's it's very exciting. Um, any other final thoughts on that before we move on to the next topic? No, no, that's about it. Cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, the next topic we have is um, again you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. They released uh, a special uh, a trailer for the uh, presentation that they're going to have uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, so we'll play that really quick, just in case anyone hasn't seen it yet, and then we'll give our thoughts on it really quick. <laughs> I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We are looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. Your voice is small and mousy. I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us. That's a Christmas present. I'm through. Yeah, so that was the uh, trailer for or preview for um, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday Christmas. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. I don't know what to expect out of it. I don't know how much is going to be relevant to the entire what they're doing. I don't know. It's probably just a little offshoot, I imagine, that has nothing to necessarily do with. Um, going on in the entirety of the MCU. Maybe, I don't know, sometimes the MCU never really does that. They always have some connection to something else. But yeah, I mean, I guess in a sense, it's it's more so about maybe, let's, you know, obviously outside of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, this is the 
the last time we'll see all these characters, probably like these groups of characters together in, in general. Like, we don't know. Obviously, um, Dave Batista says he's done at C3. Uh, obviously, we've talked about James Gunn is moving on to DC. Uh, we don't know if Chris Pratt is going to continue with MCU after he's done with uh, after he's done with Guardians, uh, the third movie. Um, like, there's not been a conversation about him extending with MCU. Uh, we don't know if Zoe Saldana is going to be where she's going to come back. If she's going to come back as Gamora. Obviously, they mentioned Gamora in here about people missing Gamora, but um, yeah, there's a lot of conversation on that, and they may they may reboot the Guardians in a sense, like with a new team, not reboot like the entirety storyline, but like just really add new characters to the team if they want to proceed, because obviously the team has changed in the comics over the years too. But yeah, what are your thoughts on this as far as like? what it could be as far as Im impacting the MCU in general and just your levels of interest to watch this. Uh, so my, as far as my understanding it goes is that it is a canon story that this takes place, you know, before Guardians Volume 3. I'm sure it's just like a fun, silly, you know, it has Kevin Bacon playing Kevin Bacon. Like, I get yeah. it. It's supposed <laughs> to be uh funny and uh i mean what what guardians movie doesn't have humor so obviously uh it's going to be some goofy stuff i do like that they're we're going to continue to play in this uh will they won't they are they or are they not uh in a relationship with mantis and drax like like <laughs> i think everyone has already shipped them except for them the the two of them like they don't realize that they're they are already are in the relationship but they don't even realize it um, but I, I enjoy seeing them two together. Um, I've heard rumors, uh, just like some some discussions that Yandu is supposed to be in this. Um, that oh, they're bringing Yandu somehow into this. So maybe he's like a flashback. Maybe like you know, uh, you know, maybe uh, speaking from beyond the grave or uh, like a flashback or something like that. So we may see uh, Michael Rooker again um, as Yandu. So that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, I don't. I, I want to know how long it is. I can't imagine it wouldn't be more than thirty minutes. Uh, it might even be shorter than that. But uh, yeah. or maybe maybe as long as uh, Werewolf by Night was about that length. Maybe it's possible. I mean, because that was almost an hour. So um, yeah. yeah, we'll 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 see. Uh, it definitely is something I will be checking out. So um, yeah, like you said, I, we don't know the full future of. Uh, what the Guardians are going to be doing and uh, who's going to be on the future teams, if they're going to be future movies and stuff like that uh, after volume three and who, who survives and who doesn't and, and all of that stuff. But still um, I'm on board for this. I'm pretty excited. I just wonder uh, if we're going to consider this the epilogue for um, phase four, or if this is just um uh, consider something in between because i guess phase five officially starts with ant-man and wasp uh at least that's what um they said a couple months ago so um i don't know if this is like an epilogue like spider-man um what was it what was the second one called far from home oh, yeah. um yes that was the epilogue to uh phase three so uh we'll see 
Yeah, like the bit that's big MCU project is Secret Invasion, but that's still part of Phase Four, uh, right? No, I think that's Phase Five. Is that so? Then that so yeah. wait, wait, when does does doesn't that come out before Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, but yeah, the the official end of Phase Four is Black Panther. Okay, yeah, so. The that so they, yeah that comes out because to my not I thought I thought that comes out um in uh like January or February sometime next year they didn't say a month uh okay because I thought that was like the first part of Phase Five uh, if, because if and then yeah uh, it just depends because they did they, they, they haven't set a date so if it comes out before Ant Man then it'll be the beginning of Phase Five if it comes out afterward okay. then it'll be not the beginning so. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, I'm. I forgot. Ant Man and the Wasp has come out in February. I thought that for some reason that was a summer blockbuster, but I guess oh, not. Yeah. Um, Jam packed yeah, so, next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, I mean, go check it out. I don't. I, like I said, I don't know how much exactly what it's gonna be about and everything. Or maybe they'll have something about like Mora. Maybe it's going to be centered around Peter and Gamora in a sense. Yeah, I think um, like it's a possibility that she shows up at like the end of this to mm-hmm. set up what's going to happen in the movie. Just to, yeah. because not put her in the trailer because she's not on the team. But maybe right. that's the Christmas gift is they found where Gamora is or something like that, you know. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Any thoughts before we move on? We're good to go. All right. Uh, next one uh, we have before we get into Black Adam, they did release the official trailer for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Uh, so we'll play that before we give our any thoughts on the trailer. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at XCon. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. Like a satellite for deep space, but wanna. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal under the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now! What are you so afraid of? There's something I never told you. This place. It isn't what you think. Oh, I find it inside of my future lies. 
against you all. And give you more time. If you help me. So, what's it gonna be? Batman. So that is the trailer, or the official uh, first trailer um, of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, I think, like, there were snippets of it that got released after uh, Comic-Con. Um, interesting, like, so a couple of things that, like, one thing they they introduced, uh, Cassandra Lane, they introduced her before, but... Uh, she's gonna likely be in the Young Avengers um, as Ant Girl, or just Cassandra Lang, um, obviously because she gets her own suit as well. Um, my, I'm thinking like you know, it, this obviously that it showed Kang the Conqueror, but I'm wondering if it's still a variant of him. Um, like I, I mean, they're all variants at this point, but um, no, 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 but not like the not the main king. Like obviously, they're all variants, but like the main king. I wonder if he's not the main king yet because uh, I don't know if they just changed his look. Um, as far as like, because he's in the comics, his face is his face is like a bluish color. Um, so I wonder if they're changing his look up. In general, uh, but I was just I was just wondering about that. But yeah, the trailer looks interesting. I mean, it's going to be mostly CGI, I'd imagine, <laughs> uh, just because, especially when they go into, well, I guess I say mostly um, a lot of CGI, but uh, not mostly. But yeah, what were your thoughts on the trailer? So on uh, Cassie Lang, um, that's Ant Man's daughter, who's been played uh, three different actresses. Right. Um, three different times in the MCU. So this is the, the third actress to play Cassie Lang. Now, um, Catherine most, yeah, most likely is going to be Stinger, uh, the character called Stinger, because uh, she could be Stature as well. Stature was like the version of Cassie Lang that was just going like Ant Man and Giant Man getting bigger. But Stinger is more likely because she's wearing a similar suit to what Wasp is wearing. And Stinger has similar powers to what Wasp has. So I, that's what I assume that she would be if they do okay. Young Avengers um, at all. Because right now we're still getting like a lot of these teasers for these characters, but not necessarily any direct setup for them to uh, to get as a team um because you know again phase five doesn't have a young avengers movie uh neither does phase six so uh maybe they team up in secret wars but at the same time like we don't have a direct um i think he i think kevin Feige said that he didn't have any like direct plans to do a young avengers movie but clearly the characters are there uh and the foundation is being set up um that said um i think the movie is i think the trailer like i think what's funny about the trailers uh especially over the last like year or two uh, we've been getting uh, especially with marvel movies is that they have these teaser trailers that they release and they look so good and they have so much stuff in it that they feel like an official trailer 
and then here we have this official trailer and it feels like a teaser trailer it feels like there's something there just to give you a whiff of what's happening but not enough to actually say uh okay i know what's happening in this movie or um this is something really exciting or this is really cool or gets me hyped up for the movie it's just like it, it feels like a teaser but it's the actual official trailer <laughs> so uh like i think this uh, i don't know something's got flipped around in marvel uh in general because we never got an actual teaser trailer for ant-man either so um that said yeah it, it doesn't have a whole lot you got mark um not mark um i can't even think of his name now bill uh murray there we go bill murray, uh, yeah. <laughs> in there um bill murray in there and <laughs> yeah mark uh, mark murray um bill murray's in there <laughs> And um, I forgot to look up who people think his character is. I like I know he's not he may not be like an actual human, but like just humanoid looking. Uh, mm-hmm. But he might be like uh, playing some other villain character. But we don't know the full details of. And Modok is supposed to be in this movie, which we don't see him uh, in this trailer. And I did hear rumors of that Modok in this movie is actually going to be Darren Cross, who was um and a uh, yellow jacket in the first ant-man movie like they something oh, happens to him and he becomes modok so that's what i heard i don't you know no confirmation on that they should have um, gotten Patton oswald to be modok in real life too did you ever watch the uh, modok not to try i watched like two yeah, episodes of that and i just wasn't really feeling it because they comedy as opposed to or like a like a comedy-ish cartoon as opposed to like a serious one so um it may make sense for the character because he's literally a giant floating head so i don't know how serious (laughs) you can make it um but yeah like i i think this looks good i do like the way jonathan majors looks um he does have a very comic book accurate looking uh king going on uh even have like little scar things on his face which looks right. really cool it just he's uh, not blue that's what i'm wondering like why like why is his face not blue? maybe they're changing a little bit of what he might look like just slightly but he, i mean the, the the his suit or whatever like the outfit is is similar to or looks, looks like the comic book it's just like i said his face isn't exactly um, like the color of his face but it could just be them changing up um that aspect so i was just i was just wondering i wonder if it's still just a variant of king and then we'll find out more of the official king the real like king or whatever later yeah and i think that um like i have a hard time seeing ant-man directly fighting kang especially you know knowing how powerful and how stupidly uh uh, you know advanced his technology is in the comic Mm -hmm. books uh even a watered down version of that in the mcu uh ant-man really couldn't do much uh in a direct conflict with him um so that being said you see them talking so you i think it'll be more of we'll see how dominant kang is and like basically like from what we saw from uh the he who remains and loki talking about how threatening and, and how the war and all that stuff this is just be setting up that war and setting up king as a character for us to see exactly how powerful he is and how much of a threat he is as opposed to 
Ant-Man fighting Kang and then this going to be the end of the story. Obviously not. There's the whole Kang war movie coming. So this is, I think this is just a big movie just to set up the Kang dynasty movie. And mm-hmm. then also just setting up his character as being incredibly powerful and something that the Avengers would struggle against. Uh, even if it's just one man. Um, and I saw two, two other things uh, for as far as rumors or speculation um, for what this movie is going to be is that one that some of the King slaves or you know, workers or what have you are actually variants of King. Uh, again, the speculation, I don't know, but that some of them are just like weaker variants of Kang. And, and then there's like the main one that's like telling them what to do and they are all just obedient to him. And then another thing of speculation is that, uh, cause, uh, King saying to Ant-Man at the end, you'll do this for me, right? Uh, is more of uh, a belief he's trying to convince Ant-Man to steal uh, components that he needs for his time platform uh, within the microverse. Like he's going into some place and he wants his skills to uh, steal the time platform uh, material so he can finish building it. And then we'll see him jump across uh, the quantum realm and into the main verse and other versus later on so that that might be what's happening and uh yeah we'll see like i don't i don't expect a lot of action in this uh movie but maybe when modok shows up there'll be a, a good fight scene yeah definitely um i think this is like well not to say the second one had more pin in it I, I was gonna say the first movie and the second movie had a decent amount of hang pin um it'll be interesting as far as like um yeah how they set everything up for for Kang and then what how they set up uh the rest of phase five um because that's how he's gonna build off from it and their end goal is obviously Kang Dynasty for phase five so or not phase five sorry um into phase six so that yeah it'll be it'll be interesting for sure um any other final thoughts on uh King or King, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantico. Uh, good to go. Good to go. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, let's get into official final uh, topic. Uh, Black Adam, we both saw it. Um, we do have the official trailer. Did you want to play it still, uh, just for the audience? Um, yep. All right. You want, we can go ahead and play that before we give our thoughts on the movie. My son sacrificed his life to save me. These powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. So I'm not enough. loose cannon needs to be locked down before innocent people start getting hurt. He's been asleep for 5,000 years. You find us a cell that can hold him, we'll take care of the rest. Who's on the team? I didn't bring a passport. We don't need passports. We're the Justice Society. There's a war going on outside. We ain't safe, Black Adam, 
We're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. Heard about at least three killings this afternoon. I'm not peaceful. Nor do I surrender. Here we go. I kneel before no one. You didn't come here to seek justice. You came to exact revenge. I never said I was a hero. You believe you are not worthy. But fate does not make mistakes. You have two paths. You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. Um, so that's the official trailer for Black Adam. Um, I mean, I so I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. Like, and it was funny. Like, I was looking at like, you know the critics that like really just absolutely destroyed the film as far as how, what it was, how good it was. Um, and there's obviously a disconnect between the critics and the general viewer. Um, and it kind of made me think of Uncharted. Um, like. Neither of these movies are like fantastic. They're not like works of art or anything like that. Um, obviously, a lot of good action involved, um, but but it might be like I said, just fun. Um, obviously, there's uh, there we'll get into more of the, the different characters and stuff like that. And um, like I, I like this part, small part. I was disappointed they didn't really flesh out a lot of the backstories, and obviously they didn't have time just because so many characters and all with the Justice League the Society. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie and like, I, I generally enjoy Rock's movies, Dwayne Johnson, that is. Um, I thought like everyone that was in, like, I thought they'd all did a really good job as far as their characters and stuff were concerned. Um, again, the action was fantastic. Um, well, pretty, it was really good. I thought, um, you know, the, the the entire like you know in the beginning I was kind of confused like why they didn't explain why he's just supposed to be considered a bad guy <laughs> not really they didn't explain it but obviously eventually they kind of explain it um, at the end in a sense why he's considered that uh, towards the end but yeah like for me personally like I said I enjoyed that that was a fun movie um, entertaining um, so like. I mean, I would give it like a three out of five stars in a sense, like the same way I would give Uncharted, just like a, it's like a fun, you know, movie that you watch when you're just trying to, you know, have a good time. If you have uh, some spare time to to just, you know, uh, to to do something that just to take up some of your time that you know to do some fun in a sense, like I said, uh, I would I would recommend it. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the movie? Well, I want to ask you, like, as what you're saying, um, 
you didn't think they explained enough that he was a, a bad guy at the beginning? Like, was the yeah, like killing, like did, killing people wasn't clear enough? Well, they the like originally they don't. I said I, I eventually as the movie goes on, yeah, the guy aspect of him killing, but like I meant in the very beginning, they're just like, oh, he's awake, we need to stop, him. or they send the Justice Society to stop him. Um, it was kind of like, obviously, I know reason why, like just because I know the slightly background of the comics, but um, I, I don't know. I just thought, and I, I guess the whole killing of like of bad guys, it's always a, to me in the comics, it's a gray area because there are heroes that kill that are not necessarily um, anti-heroes that kill too, um, or have killed too. So they're considered like, you know, people that we must stop this guy. Um, so in that respect, like I just, like they don't really show like why the, why it's such like a, like a DEF CON situation that this guy has to be stopped until like you find out later, like why um, towards the end, like what happened and like the reason that they were so concerned about it. Uh, but yeah, um, that, that's my that's my thoughts in that regard. All right, well, um, as far as I'm concerned, um, I actually am leaning way more towards how the critics feel as opposed to the general audience. Like I, um sure action was okay I, in some parts but for what it's worth um in which i didn't look at any critic review so i don't know exactly how they feel and what they said um i and i don't even know how low some of this i know like some of the early scores were reported being low but I, that was just like me looking at a twitter uh trending thing without actually clicking on it is like oh some scores are low and i didn't click on anything so i don't know what they actually said and i know a lot of i don't know exactly what they said i just saw it was like a 30 percent on tomatoes yeah and then i i know some fans are like the opposite of that uh but for me like overall the movie i think was a little lackluster um there are certain parts of course that i like uh which I've already mentioned several times before how much I love Hawkman, inexplicably love Hawkman, and that has not changed, and especially with this movie. I think Hawkman was really freaking cool. I think Dr. Fate was freaking awesome. I think Pierce Brosnan uh, was the best actor in this movie by far, uh, and the visual effects for Dr. Fate were really good. Like, that gold, and all of the gold in this movie, I guess, because the, the movie itself isn't, like, the most colorful um, it does have a warmer tone to it, and the gold usually is uh, going to benefit the most. Like between Black Adam's chest, the Hawkman's wings, and his armor, and his weapons, and then the gold on Doctor Fate, all of that like was really uh, stood out really well um, for what it's worth. But for you know, like I said, the movie itself wasn't the most colorful. It has like a like a warmish tint uh, to it in general. Uh, but like I said, the, the, the acting for act, particular Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, uh, as black Adam, I thought that was a little lackluster and like, I totally get it that 
Black Adam is an asshole. I totally get it that he, and I, and I think they should have played into it more that he was like a fish out of water, like a man out of you know, from a different time. Um, they didn't lean into that enough because uh, that would have been some good character development stuff. But they just kind of did it really fast, uh, and he was so short with his words, um, short the the writing for his words in those moments where he was trying to compare what his his life and his conduct was back 5,000 years ago to, to now, his reactions were really brief. They were really, like I say, short short with words, and it made him seem just really boring, uh, at least for me. And uh, that would have been a good opportunity to develop his character and to show how much he realized things have changed as opposed to, him just like, okay, uh, I need to say a catchphrase now. Okay, the man in black got you or whatever he said. Like, like okay, like that, which is actually another thing too. Like me having watched Shazam right the, the day before. Um, and again, admittedly, I like Shazam. It's not, uh, I, I've, I said that before last week that I actually enjoyed the movie. Um and I get that these characters have similar powers, like um, if not to say these the same powers, I think powers. Uh, from different gods. I did actually go over that and said the different uh, different gods' names, like Adams um, and Shazams have different gods, but they have the same powers and stuff. And I get it. Uh, they have they're gonna fight and stuff, and they're gonna have a similar thing going on. But I feel like the movies are almost the exact same, but with black adam it's this more darker like murderous tone and and he's a bad guy and shazam it's the kids and there is a little lighter and and a more humorous and stuff like that but they still have the same character because i and i forget the name the you know the the stepbrother that was uh super into the superheroes and had the notebook and in the 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 crutches and whatever it was the exact same character as this kid uh, in, in Black Adam. And they did the exact same thing where they were like, they're both super into superheroes. And also, I totally get it. They're kids. Most kids in these universes are super obsessed with superheroes. I get it. But they didn't have to do the exact same thing. And then when he's evaluating Black Adam, they did the same thing where he's got, oh, you can fly. Oh, you got super, you know, super strength. Oh, you got super speed. You can do this. And you can, and what else can you do? And he's like, you know, writing it down and just giving the confirmation and telling the audience, these are the powers of, you know, because that's the whole point is to tell the audience, these are the powers of this character. But they did it, you know, they did that in Shazam. It was the, literally the exact same thing. Oh, can you confirm? You're fireproof. Can you confirm? Like, uh, can you fly and all of this stuff? I'm like, we, I, I just saw that yesterday. Like, why would you do that again? Uh, and I, again, I get it. They're the same kind of character, but it would have been nice if they put their own flavor to it and did something different instead of just making it the same thing but a darker version. Um, yeah, I, I just want some kind of individuality there, um, and then. Be giving it that is Dwayne Johnson, and we know he has him himself. This him being himself, he's full of personality. Uh, he is he's very charismatic person. He has a huge range just in his own personality. The, this performance is so dull to me, 
And again, I get it. It's Black Adam. He's, you know, not from this time. He's very much an asshole. He's not a hero. He he doesn't care about people. But it kind of feels like that could have been expressed better than what uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson gave us. Yeah, um, that's fair and all. Uh, I, I just, like I said, I just thought it was, uh, I, don't really, I don't agree with like the overt criticism that it seems to be out there. Um, I Like I said, my biggest issue is I feel like, I mean, I liked, obviously I liked the Justice Society um, and I just feel like I wish they had explained a little bit more about some of the back powers and stuff like that or backstories. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, being that it's it's a, what a two hour, about a little over two hour movie, kind of hard to do that, um, you know, with with time frame. And just because, like I said, you're introducing so many new characters in one movie, it's kind of hard to try to make it all work together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about some of these, like especially I wanted to talk about Hawkman and Doctor Fate. Um, and like I, I like the like this so Hawkman in particular, like who the background is and uh the metal, like his suit, um, the metal that he has. Uh it's like they didn't really explain a lot of that. And they didn't explain like one of his really cool powers. Like it's kind of technically a power. It's a curse, but it's a power in a sense. Um so I'm so, so technically in the top comics there's two versions of Hawkman. There is a human archaeologist, Carter Hall, uh, who's like the modern day uh, reincarnation of an ancient Egyptian prince named uh, Khufu. And then there's a Tanzanian police officer, Tar Hall, uh, from the planet of Thanbar. Um Now I'm imagining he is the first one, the archaeologist in this, in this extended universe in the DC extended universe he's called the uh, reincarnation of Khufu um, so and so essentially he's originated from an ancient curse Hawkman is repeatedly able to truly beat death and that's one of his powers in a sense and in the movie he says like he hints towards I'm not afraid of death uh, because whenever he dies he reincarnates and um, he's able to remember his past lives he never forgets like the things that he's been through all through like his many lives that he's lived. And I thought that was like, I feel like that would have been cool for them to explain. Like, I don't know if they were hinting towards that, but it's kind of, they didn't really, if you, if you don't really know about it, I don't think you would pick that up. Um, I also like, feel like they, they didn't really get into like the, the, the net, net metal or night, it can also be pronounced, I think, like metal. Um, and it's kind of so I want to kind of so people that know the MCU more so than the, uh, this side, it's kind of like comparable to uh vibranium, but it's it's it does more like so the the metal itself can um nullify gravity, so he can fly. Um, in a sense, that that's how he can fly with it. It's actually part of his DNA, so the, the that's how he's also like it makes gives him power and makes him 
part of like his his part of him in a sense. Um, it can transform it into any shape. Like the, the that's why the mace that he uses, he can transform it into an axe as well. It, it kind of shows all that, uh, and it's it's more so like it's like a sentient. Uh, metal in a sense. It's not like a metal really. It's a uh, thing. Like so it kind of has like its own like mind, if you will, or like its own like, you know, I don't know if it has like its own emotions and stuff like that. I don't know that deep into the as far as the comics is concerned. It's not really like technically even this like a um metal metal, but it's like like I said it's sentient. Um, so I think that's stuff like that was really cool um, that they did. They could have probably fleshed out a little bit more. Um, so, like, I do think uh, real quick that uh, right. well, first the as far as the nth metal goes, uh, not only is his suit and his armor, but um, like the wings and stuff. But the the ship was also made of the nth metal. He said right. like every nut and bolt was is everything is uh, nth metal and is indestructible. Um, which is technically true, at least in this movie, because he does rip the ship in half, uh, Black Adam, but he did rip it at the part where it's supposed to separate. So there was a big explosion, and then they crashed and hit the ground, but the ship was actually still, like, undamaged for what it's worth, but he did rip it in half. But like I said, it was at the point where we had already seen it separate, um, where, like, the front part is, like, the small part, separates from the bigger part so we'll see how indestructible it is i do i, I do find it funny because i was like uh thinking about it earlier how uh we get this establishment of vibranium adamantium nth metal or whatever it's supposed to be indestructible but yet it can be molded into any uh any sort of thing from uh wings of armor or wings or armor to claws and uh, suits and stuff like that and then it's indestructible and then here you go black adam just rips it in half and then you got like in comics uh wolverine ultimate wolverine gets ripped in half and uh, vibranium gets constantly like dunked right. on <laughs> like like thanos breaking the shield and stuff like that so i'm like is, is it is it indestructible <laughs> yeah it's I guess it's indestructible to man, but other things can, I suppose, mm -hmm. break. I don't know. I, I, the, the comics, the comics have to like do continuity errors just because to make storylines interesting. I guess sometimes. Um, yeah, it's kind of like super. It's kind of like the Superman thing, right? Like originally, they made it pretty much like indestructible in a sense, and then eventually they started adding different things, weaknesses and things that he can that can defeat him and then it's also like, well I thought he was supposedly indestructible. He's technically not. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah I thought like I said, you know, it would have been cool to hear about that. And it was like um like I said like the, the reincarnation part they could have maybe had a spoiler alert sorry for anyone uh, we we Tend to give spoilers when we're talking about the movies, so apologize if you're uh, if you're listening this far and we didn't mention it. But um, you know, obviously, in, in Doctor Fate in the movie has visions of him dying, um, 
And that, like, I guess I, you, know, you have to wonder, in a sense, that it just, if he just doesn't know that he can reincarnate, is that part of his? Are they going to have that in here? I would imagine they'd have to, because that would be just like, that would just be super goofy that they include, because that's a big part of who he is as <laughs> a character of being able to reincarnate. Um, and it could have it could have helped them kind of you know introduce Hot Girl too in a sense too with the reincarnation aspect um, because they could have showed like obviously both of them from way back in the Egyptian times that's where he's from um, they both get this curse upon them so put upon them that they can continue to reincarnate and obviously Hot Girl's out there somewhere I imagine um, and she hasn't probably. The comics remember like Carter Hall can remembers, but like there's times where she doesn't uh Hawk Girl doesn't remember who she is originally and then like he kinda reminds her when he meets her or whatever. Um but yeah, it's I like I said, I, like like you I really liked Hawkman, obviously. And I just think there's parts I felt like they could have done uh, more better to explain like some of his powers and, and him as a character. Um, any other thoughts on Hawkman? Um, I'm, I'm done with Hawkman, but just like a real quick, as, as you, you kind of mentioned, I kind of feel like this, like I said, I, I don't love this movie, but, and I wish there was more of an expanded on the justice society. I kind of wish that this was just a justice society movie and not a black yeah. Adam movie. Um, and I think it would have kind of worked better because you could have gotten some more prominent heroes to show up and make, I mean, again, let's make the, the rock doing the rock Johnson, a lesser character in this movie. No, that's not going to work. Uh, but if this was, let's say if it wasn't the rock and it was somebody else and like a newcomer or just a, a, a lower unknown, and this was just a justice society movie, I think it would have worked way better um overall just given how this movie turned out just based off of how this movie turned out but they needed to focus on black adam because it is the rock and because it is the black adam movie that uh with that being said that he had all the screen time and i just think that it wasn't uh what i would have liked to have seen out of the character and out of the um the the acting and and so on but I would still like to see something more of the Justice Society. I mean, I'm not the most familiar with their lineup, but I, I think Blue Beetle is a part of that team with Guy Gardner and Booster Gold, and um, right. they already have um, uh, Adam Smasher and Cyclone in this movie. Which, by you know, real quick on those two, um, Adam Smasher was just kind of a pass for me. It was very much the comedic relief for the movie, uh, which another side note, I don't think this movie was very funny at all. I think there was one joke yeah. uh, that landed for me. And that was the whole, uh, when the, the, the brother was uh, getting treated by Dr. Fate and he was telling him that you're not going to die this way. You die by electricity. And he was like, Oh, but I'm an electrician. And then so I was like, okay, that's funny. And then they pay that joke off later on when he's fighting all of the undead. So I'm not gonna die this way. Don't worry about me. I'm like, yeah, that, that that's exactly 
right like as long as you stay away from electricity you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life you can take you can jump out of a plane and you won't die unless you unless you fall on some electrical lines you won't die from jumping out of a plane because you're supposed to die from electricity so that that was like the only funny thing relatively funny thing i've thought about the movie um and then uh cyclone uh, she kind of didn't even need to be in the movie like yeah she, she wasn't a big part of it she she looked great. I loved her yeah. costume. Her powers looked really pretty on screen. They did some really great visual mm-hmm. effects, but she really didn't need to be in this movie either. Um, there were, it, was, there were, it was just like they were trying to. I don't know if in the like, so I don't know obviously the background of the character. It seemed like they were trying to spark like a love interest between Adam Smasher and her. Yeah, like they were trying to you know, like like a mutual love, uh, some kind of attraction, and I don't know if that's something they'll. They decide to do a Justice Society movie later. If they'll they'll build on that at all, but that's what it felt. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you in that regard. It's like they didn't really do much with her as a character. Um, she was kind of there as a side character to as a I don't know to kind of be some kind of obstacle for Black Adam, but not really. Um, yeah. Because, like, what she's going to do, blow in on him. Like, that's, like, yeah. she, that's all she can do. And I, I feel like it was it was a waste of her because as much as they set her up that she did give her a little bit of a backstory, they did explain that, that she was, like, uh, abducted or whatever and experimented on and uh, all of that stuff. But, like, she's super smart why are you a hero like i get you have these powers but if you're like really smart it doesn't mean that you have to use them to go fight villains and stuff like it's kind of like shuri right Mm -hmm. in in a sense not to say that she's as smart as shuri but oh actually yeah she's like 150 something uh iq she's supposed to be super smart so like why would you throw her on the front lines to fight a villain she should be in the ship trying to figure out a smart way to 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 solve the problems, not uh, throwing hands and possibly, you know, getting killed. You know, as smart as she is, she she should not be fighting Black Adam. She one punch from him and she's dead. Like that's smart thing is to do is to stay away from him and figure out a way to stop contain him and to stop him. So that I felt like her character was misused in that regard. Right, right. Um, so yeah, um, moving. So moving on to. Uh, Next character, they they show the return of Amanda Waller of Viola Davis. Um, so I guess it is. I guess this is canon to like all the uh, stuff that's happened before, you, as far as Suicide Squad and all that is concerned. And obviously, we find out later that how canon it is um, when we talk about uh, the post credit scene. Um, but yeah, they they show her being back and. She's leading the Justice Society to stop Black Adam um, or Tet Adam. That, as they say, they don't call him Black Adam yet, and they don't really call him Black Adam at all until the end, and where he just kind of hints towards that. That's what he's going to go by uh, now after the fact um, to be more modernized, I suppose, or whatever. But yeah, uh, she is back, and obviously she doesn't have that big of a role. She has like one scene in the beginning, and then one scene at the end. Um, but it's a very like Amanda Waller thing, where she's just kind of like the button pusher instead of the, doing any actual 
thing on herself. She just has people go out, go out and do her dirty work, if you will. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on on her being involved in this? Like, did you, in a sense, did you, like I always feel like like she wasn't needed either. <laughs> no, she definitely wasn't. But like you said, she kind of was like the 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 confirmation that this is happening in DCEU sort of thing. Yeah. Like this is the same. Cause like, just like also within the movie criticism, like they said, uh, all the stuff was happening in Condock and no heroes were coming there uh, to, to help them. But when they finally get a hero, now it's a problem. Um, that being said, like where was the justice society before this? And mm-hmm. the justice league clearly didn't do anything about, what was happening in Kondok? Uh, yeah, or are they and are, like are they maybe just a newly formed team? Like they didn't really explain that either. Like, I don't think explain. so because, like, how could they? Because we already clearly know that um, Doctor Fate and and uh, Hawkman had a history. Like this is they just they've been working together on the Justice Society before this, and they just added. Uh, tornado or, or cyclone, excuse me, and um, Adam Smasher. So, from from my perspective, the Justice Society existed well before this movie. How long before? You know, we don't know. But Doctor Fate was this isn't Doctor Fate's first outing or anything like that. He was a uh, existing before this. Amanda Waller knew about all of this. Amanda Waller knew about Hawkman and called them and said, "Hey, get in there." And do this instead of call them instead of calling the Justice League, which is also weird. Why would you call the lesser team um, when you have the big team that has Superman and Batman and everyone else? Why would you call the 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 lesser team to handle this? Um, But that being said, um, I love Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, and I think this is like a big dub for dc that they were able to snag her and and that she's consistently come back even if it's for a short role like this one or suicide squad with james gunn or you know whatever cameo here and there i think having her around is just a big dub because i think as far as perfect castings go like if we talk about all-time comic book movies perfect casting she's up there for me as one of the best castings that they uh, ever uh, put to screen between like uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson and and uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Uh, Amanda Waller is, with Viola Davis is like one of those for me. So mm-hmm. Even though, again, she hasn't had a huge role. She hasn't had a leading role. Uh, Suicide Squad being the only like big thing that she's done or big role that she's done. But as a quality actress... And that you feel her uh, as Amanda Waller perfectly. I think she she nails it. She understands uh, the assignment, and she doesn't disappoint. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, she wasn't like yeah, she was good. Uh, she was very Amanda Waller in here, uh, as far as what the, the way she her both scenes, um, and like I said, it confirms that it's this is canon to the rest of stuff that's happened in dc um so yeah uh dc movies so far um moving on uh the now this is an obviously we doc, talked about dr fate and talked about his helmet um in a sense and 
I feel like so they didn't do again, you know, enough. And again, uh, the timing wise, it's just not possible. Um, but there, there's stuff that they leave out as far as Doctor Fate and what what he is and and what his helmet is and what actually is controlling his powers. So in the comics, to kind of explain, so Doctor Fate helmet is isn't just just a like helmet. It's actually sentient, and that's why you see in the end when it kind of disappears. Um, and it talks about like they mention and they mention uh, when um, Adam Smasher wants to touch it, he's like, "Don't touch it," and you can only touch it if it allows you to touch it. Um, and if you you know if you try to touch it, and you're not allowed allowed to touch it. It's not like Molnir in a It's not like Molnir where you're worthy. It just kind of like since it's sentient it can kind of decide who can touch it get touch it to get gain maybe its powers and whatnot um so so it you know that in that sense they explain a little bit of it but the helmet is, is actually inhabited by a cosmic entity named nabu uh and he's like the lord of order who gives dr fate's powers um and Ken Nelson's uh, Doctor Fate origins about him being chosen as a champion by Nobu, uh, uh, Nabu, uh, with the God training him in order to become a master sorcerer and all that stuff, and you obviously find out like you know all his powers that he has. Um, and it's it's like it's not like like the helmet is like a magic object that sets the criteria users. Uh, you know the users to meet the identity of the helmet users actually up the the wind of Nabu. So the, again, the the like they mentioned, Nabu um, picks who can ex get access to the helmet. He allows, and that's why in the end, the end he allows uh, Hawkman to use the helmet. That's why it doesn't disappear right away because it allows Hawkman. It trusts Hawkman uh, or Hall because they obviously have a relationship, uh, they know each other in a sense. So he allows Carter Hall to use the helmet for a little bit to, in order to defeat um, uh, uh, Sabak, right? Is it Sabak? Sabak, Sabak yeah. Sabak, yeah. So that, that's really cool in that sense. And it kind of shows you, you know, you and I had speculated because we were wondering, like, how is Brian going to, how long is he going to be part of the extended universe? Um, is he going to be continuing on with it? And obviously, there's been there's been multiple different um, what do you say? Multiple different Doctor Fates because, like I said, he picks different people, and it's kind of becomes where 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 that they they serve to be this you know sorcerer to kind of fight like these. Uh, mystics, the magical side, mystic side. So, you know, they, they don't really talk about any of that in this movie. They don't really flesh that part. Out. And um, yeah, I guess that's that was like one of my issues with the movie. Uh, they don't really get into any of that aspect of uh, of Doctor Fate, the character, and uh, like the the what's gonna happen. And obviously, we don't. They don't really explain as far as um, I wish there was like a post-credit scene of a teaser of somebody else, maybe him, the um, Nabu choosing somebody else to be Doctor Fate going forward. Um, that would have been cool. 
Um, but uh, yeah, they don't really put any of that out there. So you really don't know any at that aspect that, yeah, Nabu is, ex this Nabu exists. The helmet isn't just, you know, a helmet, you know, it, it's like more than that, more than that. So I, I feel like that's something that they could have done a better job at, even if I know, like I said, the timing isn't there, but even with that regards the timing not being that they could still explain a little bit of what the helmet really is. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dr. Fade and, and the helmet? Yeah, like I said uh, earlier, I think visually he was awesome. And then and right. Pierce Brosnan was, like I said, the, the best actor in this movie. Um, and, and even though half of the movie, he was basically sitting down <laughs> with his legs crossed doing nothing. Um, like they're in the apartment and Black Adam and Hawkman are just fighting in the apartment. He's just like... Just sitting back, just yeah, you know, <laughs> like whatever. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed him, and um, I like like I said, I hope to see him again. But it most likely won't be Pierce Brosnan, right? Um, It'll be someone else, it, you know. Because again, we don't. I don't imagine Pierce Brosnan wanting to come back and do ten years of this uh, or anything like that. But they got a good. They got a good guy to play the uh, a great role, you know, for one a good one off for him, and then they can bring in a younger version if they want to later on, or they can just leave it as is. But I think, you know, you have this again. Just just a quick uh, refresher, uh, Doctor Fate. His powers are whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants, basically. Uh, just you think of it he can do it can he teleport yes can he fly yes can he heal yes can he shoot laser beams yes can he freeze things yes can he mo manipulate time yes can he manipulate reality yes what can't he do nothing he can do everything basically and uh he is a bit nerfed certainly in this movie because you don't want him to just defeat black adam with the this and 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 it be all over with and also when he's fighting Sabak, he just said Sabak was more powerful because obviously that would have been the end of the movie if he just waved his hand and called it a day. Uh, so he's incredibly powerful in general, but I don't know if age had a, to be a factor and why he wasn't able to defeat Black Adam or Sabak or uh, if it has something to do with his his uh, the helmet is powerful, but not so powerful that it's more powerful than Sabak. Or anything like that but in general yes he can just do whatever he wants um that that being said that yeah i like to see more more of dr fate in the future and, and maybe a more powerful version because the whole movie i i'm not familiar with dr fate villains or uh how his lore works or anything like that but this definitely makes me want to see a, a dr fate movie Mm -hmm. uh, and show how differently he can be from Doctor Strange, because right now that's going to be the only comparison and things that people are going to really talk about. Doctor Strange, right. clap Doctor Fate, or Doctor Fate's more powerful than Doctor Strange, or whatever. Like, I just want people to be able to visually see how different they are and how similar they are, of course, because um, even MCU Doctor Strange is not as powerful as comic book Doctor Strange. Right. But, you know, that's just a whole other thing. Uh, but still, like all, like I said, the gold, it just makes them look super cool. All of that gold, it just was blinging just right, right to where it was just like, wow, he looks so good on screen. 
Right. And and maybe maybe they can bring Pierce Brosnan back just to do a prequel, like an origin movie, just to explain the character more and explain like Nabu and explain all that the helmet and what exactly it is and everything like that. Um but yeah, like that's it's interesting. Like I would hope that Dr. Fates will be back at some point and um we'll find out who that new person be that, you know, uh ends up being Nabu or or Nabu ends up picking to continue on with set set powers and, and so forth. Um there was one other thing that's not really like important or relevant, but I would just kind of straight out of the comic that I thought was cool. Um, so, I mean, we're done talking about Dr. Fate. I don't know if you have any final thoughts on Dr. Fate. Okay. So the next thing was just kind of cool thought, um, the Black Adam sitting on the throne. Uh, it was just straight like from the comics in a sense. Uh, obviously slightly different with the hand placement, but you kind of see the same sense, he, the way he's sitting down. It's it's kind of, it's very much like a, um, a, a tip, a tip to the comic itself um and it's kind of just that was kind of neat um the way you did it uh when he when he in the end when he finally sits down on the throne uh like i said they just do a little hat tip to that and that's kind of like a famous pose if you will of, of black adam in the comics sitting down on that throne like that so i just thought that's cool um did you want to move on to the final uh, uh, post credit, post credit, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So the fi final post credit, uh, they so they show Henry uh, Cavill returning as Superman, and it was basically set up by uh, the scene was Viola Davis talking to Black Adam, you know, telling him, "Look, you better keep yourself in check. Uh, you better not step." They said you can't step foot outside of Kondak. Um and obviously Black Adam was like. No one can tell me who are you. You don't want to tell me what to do. That's his attitude about it. And there's there's nothing in this world that can defeat me. Um, and then he's like, and then I uh, Waller's like, well, we do have somebody that can defeat you. And then obviously, you see uh, Superman come in, um, Henry Cavill that is, and then uh, they say obviously the scene is just like. We need we need to talk in a sense. So so that's a return of Henry Cavill officially as Superman. And we had talked about in the past that they're doing a Superman a Seal Two, uh, that's in production. Um, and you had found something. I guess the Rocket posted on Twitter. Um, no, so what it was it was uh, Henry Cavill on Instagram a few days ago. He waited till after the premiere of, of Black Adam, and he posted this video. So we're gonna real quick. Um, Show that if I can get it going, y'all. There we go. Hey everyone, I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this uh, because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. But now that plenty of you have. I wanted to make it official. I am back as Superman. And the images in this post and what you saw in Black Adam are just a very small taste of things to come. 
So uh, there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'll get to that in time. But I want to thank you guys most of all. Thank you for your support, and thank you for your patience. I promise it will be rewarded. So there's that, and then um, also uh, between that, po- that he shared that post first, and then uh, this what? Hey everyone. Yeah, we don't need to see, see that again. But um, the rest is from the the Rock actually reacted to that about a day uh, day afterward. We fought for years to bring you back. There was they always said no, but to Danny Garcia Co. Garcia forty one and myself, no was not an am- option. We can't build out our DCEU without the world's greatest superhero, and fans will always come first. Welcome home. I'll see you down the road. Um, I find this incredibly like interesting. Like, yeah, we we know, you know, he's back, but it's more of, yeah, for sure. The old DC uh, heads, the they didn't want Henry Cavill back. He was uh, out. He was officially not coming back for anything. And we saw him. We saw in in, in Shazam, like at the end of Shazam, he shows up superman and, and shows up and has uh lunch with billy batson and the rest of the the family but it wasn't but was that, Cavill. yeah so yeah. I'm saying it, it was just a stand yeah, and then at the end of um uh, was the peacemaker they have justice league show up but not but Henry, it wasn't henry right. cavill it was just a stand-in they had Aquaman and the Flash show up, but the other ones were just standing, right? And, uh, because Superman, you know right. Ben Affleck hadn't fully come back at that point, and Henry Cavill was not supposed to be coming back at that point, and uh, hadn't been negotiated. And I don't know why Gal, why Gal Gadot is not in that one, but maybe she wasn't available, or maybe she wasn't interested, whatever. But yeah, in general. They didn't officially did not have any desire to bring back Henry Cavill, which is so odd. As I said before, is one of the biggest um, mysteries, travesties, just weirdness that you have the one, the most prominent superhero ever, Superman. You start off your super your your universe with Man of Steel. Sure, it wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but people absolutely love Henry Cavill as Superman. And it's not his fault that that movie and uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's League, not his fault. Zack Snyder sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not his fault at all that the writing for those movies was bad. The direction for those movies were bad. But people still love him, and he is by far, at least for me, the most visually uh, accurate. Uh, or right. I, just, I want to say, I want to say accurate. I, I will not say accurate. He's the most visually uh, appealing version of superman that i've ever you know in in live action over all of the other versions have been like henry cavill looks like superman the most and again he's a a fine actor it's not his it's not his abilities it's not his talent it's not his looks has nothing to do with him so why wouldn't you want to have him back and then shut him out of making a new movie for more than 10 years. Like it's kind of crazy. So he's officially back and he's, he's officially said something. We, we talked about it before uh, that they want to make another man of steel or just like another Superman movie. And they have plans to use the character um, quite a bit in the future as they should have been and should be doing. 
Uh, again, the he is the superhero of superheroes, the original superhero. He shouldn't be phased out of of any kind of movies or universes if if they exist. Like it doesn't make sense. Batman and Superman are your most popular heroes. Why you wouldn't have movies featuring them just because of one director's uh, visions that are poorly received at large, uh, which is like a whole nother fun, fun, funny thing too. just the whole James Snyder of it all uh, um, or whatever. Zack Snyder, like I'm making up names now. Um, James Zack Snyder, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole the whole Zack Snyder of it all. He made up the whole thing about uh, the release the Snyder cut. He made up official, not official. He made uh, a bunch of burner accounts right, to get bots to to make bots to make and then release that the Snyder instigated. Cut. Well, he instigated it, and, and then there were real fans that eventually started right. Of course, but he's it, like but he's he, the one that yeah. made it trending and got it into people's heads. And then it, once he, it got going, it just kept snowballing from actual real people. It's just like a Ponzi right. scheme, basically. Right. And, and once he admitted that, like, don't you as DC want to be like, okay, well, obviously we don't want to work with him anymore. But all of the the missteps that we had in those early days from his movies, we need to separate the actors from that, you know, from, from James or excuse me, Zack Snyder from all of the, uh, all the other actors, like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense that you would blame Ben Affleck or blame, blame, uh, you can blame uh, Ezra Miller all you want at this point, yeah. but <laughs> for whatever he's got going, that has nothing to do with Zack Snyder, but, uh, but Henry Cavill, like, and Gal Gadot, that has nothing to do with them. Um, even with, uh, which we haven't talked about in a long time with cyborg, that's another one. Like, you know, like they yeah. did that that they did him dirty as hell. Like dirty. Like, see, I, I completely agree with like, my issue was never with Henry Cavill, Superman. I liked him like individually. I thought Batfleck was good. Like as an old Batman, Bruce Wayne. And, and I, I thought he was good as Batman. I thought obviously Wonder Woman was good. I like Cyborg. Um, I don't like Ezra Miller. I never really liked Ezra Miller because he was a he wasn't really a good Barry Allen. I yeah, I agree. Because he, Barry Allen isn't goofy like that. That's more like um, uh, what's his name? West. Um, Wally West. Wally West is more goofy like that. So I don't know if they were trying to combine that aspect, but um, I never really liked Ezra Miller in general. But yeah, those other characters, I liked them. I just, I hated Zack Snyder's vision, and that was the problem. Um, that was a problem with the movies. And and I'm glad, I'm glad, like, this reboot that they're doing, in a sense, they're not going to get rid of those characters or those actors. Um, I'm glad they're bringing Henry Cavill back. I'm glad they're going to bring uh, Ben Affleck back, and, and they're going to use those, them as as the actor, but they just need to correct it. And I think James Gunn can do that. He can correct the the vision and actually make good movies, I think. And I think I'm excited. It'll be exciting. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I don't mean, I don't know if next, the next time uh, he appears will be Man of Steel 2, but yeah, I, w- I would like to see maybe, I don't know. I don't know what else he could appear in. Um, We'll be interested to see what happens to Shazam. Like, if 
if there's like a post credit scene of I don't know Black Adam will be in it somehow or I'd imagine they have to do something because I, I found it weird that they really didn't address Shazam whatsoever. And right. that's like another thing. Like, why would Amanda Waller? I'm sure Amanda Waller knows about Shazam and yeah. the rest of them. Shazam right? can fight him. <laughs> like, right. I mean, she would. He wouldn't win, but he can fight him. And uh, in the very least, but they have this tie. So I would expect that the next movie will at least tie them together because it did nothing to establish that tie. Other than uh, you know the the Rock of Eternity and all of that stuff, um, and the the gods, you know the powers, Chaser Jam, and, and and what have you, but uh, like actually putting the character in into this movie or into the post credits, they didn't do. Um, that being said, the real rivalry is actually, I think it's really with those two, with Black Adam and Shazam, as opposed yeah. to Superman and Black Adam, but because again uh shazam split his powers with his family so he can fight black adam all he wants to but he's not going to win because he's weaker uh, unless all of the family helps him right right so it really is going to be superman and black adam but i think what they'll probably do because uh from what i hear it's not going to be like a one-off movie where it's just superman versus black adam and then that's it that is just going to be multiple movies where they just kind of clash every once like there'll be something else going on but then they'll be in the same vicinity and there'll be a disagreement and they'll fight each other and it's just going to happen over and over again over the course of several different movies i think where it could possibly first happen is in a shazam movie or maybe in the next black adam movie but where shazam and black adam are fighting uh and then superman uh helps out shazam or vice versa maybe superman and shazam or, or superman and black adam are fighting and it's a stalemate but shazam comes through and helps uh superman uh to give him the little bit of an edge something like that you know uh because again the real rivalry should be shazam black adam like that's right. they have the same powers they get them from nearly the same place and something like that they're deeply connected and black adam and and superman is only for getting butts and seats because it's henry cavill versus the rock you know uh but uh for for what it's worth we might see these two fight each other quite a bit over the next couple of years and uh how that's going to play out we don't really know because you know dc doesn't have a a roadmap like marvel does but uh, we'll see. Maybe that's one thing that James Gunn is going to change, and we can have like an actual plan. Uh, I, I think they probably won't say anything until after that whole Ezra Miller thing blows over, and they figure out if they're going to recast him or not. Because, um, I mean, for what it's worth, it seems like they're going to release the Flash movie and then cast him, recast him afterward. But we'll 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 see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm I'm. I'm... I'm I'm happy he's back and I'm 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 like I said I'm glad James Gunn's taking over and it'll be fun to see um what they do next. I do want to mention one last thing about the movie that I love there was a line in the movie that I fist pumped and I I was like I wasn't like uh you know that that uh, the kind of well maybe not like the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme but I kind of did do that. I was kind of mm-hmm. like thank you uh when when um What's her name? The the main heroine, uh, the character's name in there. The um, the, the mom. 
No, I don't remember her name. The kid, but they, she. The, so they're like not Holly heroes with capes, and she's like, well, technically, most of them technically don't wear capes. Thank you. I've always, I've always said that. Like, I never understood that line. When people always say not all heroes wear capes. Like, literally, most of them don't wear capes. Like, you read the comics. Like, most superheroes do not wear capes. It's like Superman and Batman, and that's really it. And Shazam has a tiny little cape and whatever. But, like, like literally 99% of superheroes do not wear capes. So I, I always hated that saying. Like, most all <laughs> Dr. Fate, I guess, has a cape. But, <laughs> like, 99% of superheroes do not wear capes. So, like, I always And Black it. Adam had a cape at the beginning of the movie. And it kind of... end. Well, let's just say it was at a the cloak. end. It, it, it had like a hood to it too, so yeah. Oh, I guess, but like like ninety nine percent of superheroes <laughs> don't wear capes, and I hate that saying. It's a stupid saying. Like it doesn't make any damn sense. So, um, yeah, that, that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie, just because they said, "I was like, thank you, finally somebody says it." <laughs> so yeah, that's all. I mean. any, any final thoughts for you? Um, no, I think I'll I'll save it for another time, but um. We are uh, good to go for for tonight's show. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we had fun discussing some Black Adam. Uh, again, we're on our new night, by the way. Uh, if you did notice, today's Thursday. We usually do Wednesday. We're now a Thursday night show, um, so that will be our normal night uh, going forward, uh, unless something happens, because I know we'll definitely be pivoting if there's like a Bears game on a Thursday night. Uh, we'll have to pivot, but for what it's worth, uh, you can join us every Thursday night around this time, around 9 p.m. Central uh, Chicago time. And uh, we'll definitely continue to have more content. There's other things uh, coming out very soon, like Black Panther. They just had their Hollywood premiere uh, this past week uh, or this week, really, like last night. Uh, so we'll definitely be covering that very soon. And there's some other things that are going on. And you've been watching some other stuff, right, Salim? Yeah, I've been randomly watching stuff. Um, we'll we'll see what we'll get into though. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much a wrap for today's episode. Obviously, again, please check out everything that Barroom has offer. Whether there are cover, we cover all different Chicago sports, um, and we do. Um, yeah, we do all those different things on YouTube. You can find us on under the Barroom Network on YouTube, and then you can find us at all major and minor podcast platforms as far as on the audio side as well. But yeah, that's a wrap for tonight. Thank you for tuning in as always. I'm Salim Siderwala and for Carl Eames, we'll see you guys next time. Later.